What's up, everybody? Three and a possible. You know, just trying to make it through the NBA offseason. Not a lot going on right now. We're going to be heavy on the games. A couple news pieces we want to talk about, but it's the dead period, guys. It's the dead period. If you're a football fan, training camp is, is underway. So you at least got that to look forward to. It's not like the NFL people get arrested every other day. This is, all right, we're just going to start off with a bang. All right. Let's uh, let's start with some basketball news. I'm just gonna I'm gonna let that one just let that one drift off into into nothingness. Let's talk basketball. Warriors defending champs. I don't know if you can qualify this quite as drama, but there's some intrigue here. It's obviously, not a free agent right now, but Draymond says he wants a max extension and believes he deserves a max extension. Now. Draymond is getting up there in years. You know, he's not not a young pup anymore. Um, you could debate that you're starting to see some some fairly visible signs of decline with him. So I think we all know that Draymond's been very important to the Warriors. But, you know, when you're offering a contract, you're not offering it based on what they did in the past. You're offering what do you think they're going to do over the, the life of that contract. So, Devion, I'm going to start with you. Should the Warriors give it to him? Yep. Um, and I'm looking at it from, like, um standpoint of he helped you get all your rings, too. Like, a whole bunch of the covers we talked yeah. about and even us and, and other people in the media, really, Based on how well Draymond played, what does he play? Is he going to get thrown out? Is he going to be a facilitator? They talked about him like he was a god the whole time, and when he started playing right, they started. It was it wasn't even close. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, give him his money. You know, and it, and it's not like the organization's short on finding talent either. It's like that's one thing I can't give him credit for. Like, you can find they find these no names. They're like the modern day Spurs in a sense, bro. They find these players. We don't think nobody thought Jordan Poole was gonna be this good. They developed well, Draymond him. was gonna be this good. Nobody thought Draymond would be this good. They developed him. So it's just like pay that man. And then I think what is it? Clay Thompson's contract ends in two years. Steph, they they kind of were like staggered it, wasn't it? Like Steph is he got his renewed like what a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay Thompson got his renewed in like 19. Mm-hmm. And then, so Draymond's up. I give him his money. It ain't like you can't get these other players on a discount as long as they, you know, you might lose a couple of these young players, but you'll go and replace them. I take the, I take my chances. And then a good argument too is ship them out. I think half these players might only be as good because they're in the Golden State um, system. Who's the, who's the dude Harrison Barnes? Nobody talked about him no more. Cool. I mean, he he was a, he was a good mm-hmm. contributor to the Mavericks. He's like, I would say he's like a fairly valuable piece that a lot of teams are potentially trying to trade right. for from the Kings. Yeah, um, yeah obviously as a role player, like not as anything more yeah. than just like a solid like. I wouldn't explain him. Player, but, you know what I'm saying? But no, hell no. You know what I'm saying? But Draymond, I give him his money. I pay the luxury tax and and make sure I keep all mm-hmm. my you know because part of winning championships is keep your players happy too. Part of running your business, like you, 
Like, go do it. And you can't trade for him. Like, he leaves. Who's going to really replace his spot right now? Might be, like, three years from now. Cool, but, man, just give him his money. Or just get him some endorsement deals so you don't got to worry about paying man. the max. Do Joe, like what Jerry you think? Did, shit. Man, ain't no way I'm giving this, man. Ain't no way in my uh, that deal. He got to opt out, and then he was sign a four-year deal worth 138. Million. I'm not giving Drake on 138 million. I may give him 95 over four years, but the way he's agent, he's not gonna be okay. Yeah, Steph and Clay get better shots when Draymond is involved on the floor. He gets people's space right and everything. But fine if you give him that match, so you gonna regret. One, you're not going to be able to trade him. It's not going to be like a Chris Paul contract. Everyone thinks, damn, that's an untradeable contract. But then Chris Paul still got some skills. So you can get away with that trade. Draymond not going to be like that. Once Draymond's injuries keep coming up, he's saying, dude, and you're going to regret it. You end up paying him $20 million a year to be a role piece because he's just not that dude no more. So it's business. I've been paying lecture tax all years to win championships. Just got my championships. I still got stuff. And ain't no way in hell if I I'm don't say words. I'm gonna get my name. Yeah, I. So, Devion, my takeaway from this is, I definitely want to keep him on the roster. Yeah. Right. Like I definitely want to keep him on the roster. My yeah. my thing is. I'm with more with Joe. I'm not giving Draymond a four-year, $160 million contract. I'm not doing the max deal with Draymond. If it requires max dollars in the years, I'll say fine, Draymond. I'll give you max dollars over two years. But I'm not I'm not going four years out with Draymond when I'm already starting to see some slight decline. You know, like like you got a lot of other pieces there that over four years you would have to pay to keep. You know, a guy that I think they're still high on, Jonathan Kaminga, could potentially fill Draymond's role. If you give Draymond a four-year deal, you're not you're going to lose him, and he's twenty. Um, you know, there's the Jordan situation. There's uh, Moody, like they get Wiseman. Like all those guys that are young and could help extend the life of this run, I think, I think you, I don't, I just don't think you can give Draymond that money. And my thing is, I the way I would handle this is the Warriors. Like, look, Draymond, we obviously love you. We want you back. If you can go get a max contract somewhere else, go get it. If you can't, come back and we'll talk. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. One's giving him a max. Like, what team is going to go mm-hmm. give Draymond a max at what? He'll be 33 when that contract, like when he signs that contract, 32, 33. Who's giving him four years at that point of $160 million? He can go to I don't, a I don't, I don't know the team. But I mean, like, if, if you're, I mean, who? Yeah. Like, who? Like, the, the Knicks aren't going to do that. Well, I'm saying like you can go get like there's somebody some it's gonna be at least one team that will throw that out there. It might not be. It's gonna probably. Be I don't know, man. Like the worst his, team. His opportunity was that first that first contract you know that he 
remember when he like kind of it sounded like he had agreed to a deal with Detroit and then backed out and went back to Golden State. I think that was his opportunity. I think at this point, like everyone kind of see, like I just don't know that you're going to have teams lining up to give a max contract to a guy that averaged nine points a game. Well, I, it's, I see, see, that's the thing now is if we going off stats, hell no, nah, but, but what he contributes to think about what he can do if he was on like a, um, I'm not saying he's going to go here, but if he was on a, a Cavaliers team with a core like that, what he can do to teach them how to actually properly move the ball you know what I'm saying? Stop doing. Yeah, but Devin, you got to think about you know it this way, bro. Like, it's got to be a team that's yeah. like drafting like a rookie this year. Yeah. Like, even a Cavaliers, like Garland's entering year three. He, you're gonna have to pay him. Yeah. Like, they already, like they're already having to try and. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have to pay Jared Allen. By the time that Draymond deals up, you would have to pay Mobley. Like, like th- there's a lot of people that you would have to potentially let walk for for Draymond. Well, I think a lot of people will walk them. But see, that's the thing when it comes to that. Like, as a business standpoint. Like, are you mortgaging your future on Draymond? Like, what team – What's like, to me, the team that it only makes the most sense for would be Golden State. You know what I'm saying? Like, Golden State, it would make sense because at least he fits that system and makes that system go. Yep. And and that's – that's, no that's one else yeah. can. No one else knows that. Like the only other team I would honestly even potentially think of Shit. is maybe Atlanta if they could find yeah. a way to make the money work. Like Atlanta with with Trey Young and you know Dejounte Murray, um, some of those like maybe. But are they gonna have money for a max for Draymond when they're gonna have to max Trey and Murray and you know Capella's still making a pretty penny? Like I, I just I don't know the finance. I just. I don't know. I'm thinking of it from like my favorite team perspective. No mm-hmm. way in hell would I want my favorite team giving Draymond a max contract. No, I'm not saying that I would want to, but I'm saying realistically, there's going to be one stupid ass team that will do it, and all it takes is just one. But with Draymond, it's just like. All right, let me I'm ask the, you this. Let me ask yeah. you this, Devion. Do you think Draymond would go to like a Hornets mm-hmm. because he could get the max money? Yes. Versus taking le- a little less and staying with Golden State. Yes, because he already has three. What he have? What four, four rings. rings? His legacy is already what it is. So now all he has. Do you to actually do think he would do that, or do you want him to do that? No, I think he will do it because at this point, the only thing he can accomplish more is get more rings. And if he can't get more rings, and you have to sacrifice fifty, like I've, he sacrificed money the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's one thing with the Spurs. You see how Tim Duncan had to do price reductions his whole career, but he won five rings. Most players can't do that. So now you've you've had the player loyalty. You've gotten them rings. They're not giving you your money. Go get your money. You have to live after basketball. You've already got four rings, mm-hmm. and you were a major part of it. You're going down in history for it. So I'm going to get if I if I were him, I'm going to get my money. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I, I'm not going to get mad at Golden State for not giving them this money because business-wise, it does make the most sense not to give a 40-year-old man a four-year contract. You're just giving him money just as a thank you. But if you think it's worth going to a luxury tax and still can afford those other guys, I'll take that risk because he's giving me four rings. But that's only three players I would do that with. You know what I'm saying? Two of them are reasonable. You, you can't deny the other two. But him is just like Stephen Clay got to be there. Yeah, but without Draymond, 
like stepping. No, I mean, I've said it plenty of times. Like, I think I think Draymond is much more important than people even give him credit for offensively. Facts. Like, I think he helps the offense flow and keep moving. Another, like, I'm not minimizing Draymond's influence, but like, you know, for comparison, I'm not sold. Bam's a max player, and Bam does a hell of a lot more than Draymond does. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if that's like that's just the perspective I'm coming from. If he had three uh, rings, okay, if they give it to him, that? like I, I get why they would give it to him, but but let's move on because there's yeah. more KD intrigue. Of course, yeah. I will say I'm gonna give the Nets an A plus for uh, for link for leaking this because even if if they have to if they're gonna have some toxic ass work culture, they're making sure like every other team is gonna have some toxic ass shit going on with them. So I like it. Yeah. Allegedly, the Celtics offer. <laughs> Jalen Brown, Derek White, in a first-round pick for Kevin Durant. The Nets said no. They would also need Marcus Smart in that deal. And apparently that's where it fell off. Now, we don't know. We don't know all that for sure, obviously, but that is what is being reported. That's what it seems like the Nets are are putting out there. Joe, um, I just kind of want your reaction to this this situation is this going to trouble the Celtics at all? Or do you think they're like, you can take this whatever direction you want to take it, but your your kind of overall reaction to this, this buzz. Bring up that bogus as offering. They really put on a Derek White first round pick was going to be good enough to get Kevin Rand. They hose for even thinking, and now you just made Brown upset for no reason. And then you're gonna stop talking because they threw Marcus Smart in there. Are you kidding me? You got my you tell me my broad Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant automatically don't make you competitors or at least one or two to win the to win the East. I mean absolutely ridiculous. I would give up Jalen Brown, Eric White, Marcus Smart, and three from to get Kevin Durant. And you'd be still be straight. You still got pressure. You can a couple pieces to cover up Marcus Smart the really be good you won't have Marcus Smart. This is exactly what they get and they are Danny because he refused to do any picks that he had. And they sit here to do the exact same thing for Marcus Smart. This is what they get. Devion? Um, I think that's the dumbest no I've ever heard in my life. One of the dumbest no's that's up there with the Lakers when they could have traded for Boogie and he they didn't when he was at the height of his career. Um, this is stupid as fuck. Y'all struggle offensively and to get your offense rolling. And that was the one thing y'all struggled with was your offense. You just brought in Brogdon, who's he's literally gonna solve half these problems. And you could have got Katie, who's seven feet tall. <laughs> Brogdon, who's just he's one of the best players ever. To if a, if a players, if a team's going on a 15 point run, cool them down, stay cool under pressure. Go, you know what I'm saying? Keep your offense running. And you got a 6-8 Jason Tatum. And the only reason why Jason Tatum looked as bad as he was because who else – It's just double-team him, make him make a play. 
who else offensively is going to do anything. Marcus Smart, you you stop getting you stop from getting a seven foot. This is probably one of the, this is one of the best players we've ever seen in our life for a six two defensive player of the year with zero offense, zero offense. So, so you gonna keep him? I would have been like, I won't give you Jalen Brown versus giving him, giving him up. Like, what the fuck is like? Celtics are stupid as fuck. Like, give up. You're not getting no. What is them draft picks gonna matter when you got Katie, Tatum, and you got Brogdon? What does them draft picks matter? Get rid of them. They wouldn't even I ask for an extra draft honor. pick though. I'm just saying, like, first round. That's not gonna matter to you. Get rid of them. I don't care if it comes from another. Team. Get rid of them. Marcus Smart ain't stopping me. Marcus Smart, of all people, that that stopped the KD bro. trade, bro. That was immediately the first. Like, if that's true, that is so stupid. Like, I can't emphasize enough how stupid that is. So you're saying it's it's like they think that they can all of a sudden get that dumbass deal they got for Brogdon for everybody. Everybody's not just going to give you what you want for nothing. Like, and here's my thing. If you were already willing to give up Jalen Brown and Derek White, what is Marcus Smart? Like, how is that the straw that, like, breaks it? You're you're still going to have Tatum. You'll have Kevin Durant. Both of those guys are great wing defenders. You still got big Rob Williams. You still got Rob Williams protecting the paint. You still have Brogdon, another really good perimeter defender. What are we doing? You know how much that a highlight Williams game, giving to KD. You know how much that takes off him, and all he has to do is play defense, clean up boards. They act like it's hard to replace a, a Marcus Smart. It's not hard to put people around those three again. Marcus Smart. I know he won oh, Defensive Player bro. of the Year. He was not their best defensive player. Not a chance. So. I hope this ain't true. I, hope I mean, I, I do hope it's true just for the sake yeah. so I can laugh at the Celtics. But, man, <laughs> that, that, is, that is wild if they if they think that Marcus Smart, nope, can't do it. Because think about it. Like, the, the luxury they would have is, like, okay, Kevin Durant ages out. Tatum should be, like, at his peak at that point. Absolutely. That give that gives you time to figure out the other bullshit. Like who gives a shit? And you already you can use the Boston, you know, your name. Like you go to Boston. People to win. Will go to Boston. Yeah, they go go there because they can win. And you got Jason Tatum. They, if you if you if you're running a lineup out there that four of your starters is Brogdon, Tatum, Kevin Durant, Robert Williams, you're the favorite. Oh, you you are shoot, the favorite. Throw a shooter out there. Like I don't, yeah, like, fuck it. Throw Pritchard out there. You can throw Horford out there as another person. Like, I don't give a fuck who you throw out there. Like, anybody. Hey, I don't care. It doesn't matter. You're the favorite. Uh, but okay. Glad we're all on the same page there. Yeah. I do hope this fucks with the Celtics. Uh, chemistry. Perfect. That's, that's, my, that's my end goal out of all this. I hope that... I honestly am starting to think, though, Joe, you, you were kind of talking about conspiracy theories last time. <laughs> my conspiracy theory is that the Nets it's not gonna be the did this on purpose. 
Like they they just leaked this to try and try and Facts. fuck with all the other teams and fuck their whole mental shit up. Wouldn't put it past them. It's a coming to rank do, I think. If they did, I'm not gonna lie. That's a Kyrie move. And said that's true, bro. For sure, man. That's a great. That's a great. Uh, that's a great team move right there. That's that's fantastic play team. That's yeah. That's fire. My if I was conspiracy theorist, that's what it would be. I would say, ha ha. All right. I think we need to do some more start set cut. Getting a little. We've been getting some moderate, some moderate views on the talk for our start sit cut clips. So let's keep it going. Start sit cut. Yeah, we talked about this. We're going to try and not prolong our answers for you guys. We're going to try and give you the answer first, then we'll go into explanation later. So start sit cut. This first one, some shot creators, you could say. Devin Booker. Just talking about the guy, Jason Tatum, Dame Dollar, Dame Lillard. I think it's easy. Joe, I want to know what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Bro, first of all, if you can hear me, I'm going to start Jason Tatum. I'll sit Dame Lillard, and I'm cutting Devin Booker. My main reason is Jason Tatum. I'm sorry, Jason Tatum, because. Because he's proven to be a great player. I know it. I've seen him and his ability to be a star team and take the team far. He just hasn't been able to get over the hump. So then I'm going to sit. Dan Willard. I like Dan Willard a lot. I like what he do. I, like, I think he'd be great coming off the bench. But not very good. So I can't start him because he's such a liability. And I'll cut Devin Booker just because. I mean, I know he's had two, three years, but he ain't never been that dude on the team and led a team to the play. He was the number one option. Like, yeah, he's number one option, but he got Paul setting things up and making it look real easy for him. So that's why I'm going to cut Evan Booker. Devion? Tatum, Lillard, Booker. It's not even close to me. Uh, Tatum, I think you have better upside with him. All around complete player. He's just a bigger version of Damon Lillard. He's not as clutch as him in my opinion, but he's a bigger version of him. So got better defense than both of them. Offensively, he's dope. If he gets hot, he gets hot. You know, um, and I think um he's developing like on track to become a great player, maybe a generational player. If he gets a ring, gets a taste of winning. Facts. I think he's a generational player. He goes up from there. Lillard is my dog. He's just a he's just an undersized, undersized guard. If he was six eight, I, I'd probably take him. But he's just an undersized <laughs> guard. And we, you know, I haven't seen too many guards that play his style of basketball, even if they clutch players like that that actually win too often. So I take my chance with Taylor. And D Book is just Great upside, but, but uh, I don't think he's going to live up to the expectations after what I've seen like the last couple of years. Like when he has time, like shine, and he just just crumbled. You know, good shots he misses, and you know, those are when he's supposed to make stars or break them. And I think right now he's 
a broken star. He's he's fun to watch, but when a time is to win, I want to build a legacy. I can't count on him, so I'm gonna cut him. All right, I'm gonna start Tatum. I'm gonna sit Booker, and then I'm gonna cut Dame. So I don't like. I don't think either one of your guys' takeaways is yeah. is terrible. Like I think there's an argument for both. I think Tatum is the clear start of the three. The reason I'm going with Booker is I think Booker, I don't know, I'm kind of just, I'm more looking at like how they're trending right now. Dame needs to remember what the playoffs feels like, you know, and I get that like Dame's on a worse team. Like I'm not trying to pretend that he's got an equal co-star as Chris Paul, but I don't know. Like, I mean, he had CJ for a while and like, they just seem to keep trending downward. And Devion, you mentioned that you think Dame's more clutch than Tatum. I feel like Dame's clutchness is wildly overrated. I think I think Dame people think Dame is clutch because of like two shots he's made in his career. And I think a lot of people tend to overlook when he does not have big performances because like they're like, oh well, his team's inferior. Okay. Like, LeBron in Cleveland the first time had inferior teams and didn't win. But LeBron at least still put up his numbers in losing efforts. Like, he still played well in losing efforts. Dame is not – it's not really the same thing. And and obviously, LeBron James is 6'8", in my opinion, the greatest basketball player of all time. Like, obviously, levels to it. But Dame being a smaller guard, it's harder for him. But at the end of the day, like, that's the same thing. Like, I feel like Devin Booker – when they obviously the beatdown they took by Dallas this year, he did not show up. But I feel like most of the times in his losing efforts, he might not have like the play in the fourth quarter, but typically his game overall is still pretty good. Where I feel like that's not always the same with with Dame. Not that Dame's always had bad game. I'm not these are all amazing players I would love to have on my team, but um, that's kind of where I'm picking my difference with with those two. But you can't go wrong with with either one, I don't think. As long as they're your two, yeah, that would be my caveat. But let's talk about some bona fide ones. Some bona fide ones. So we got some some different errors in this one. So I think this one can be fun. Start, sit, cut. Kevin Durant, Larry Bird, Co. <clears throat> Joe, you get the pleasure of doing this one first. Good. This is hard as fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm starting Kobe. I'm sitting there and I'm cutting KD. And the main reason I'm doing that is because Kobe is the best defender out of all these. Out of all these. So KD got the length, but Kobe, that dog, I know he's going to bring it offensively and defensively. So I'm starting him. The only reason I'm sitting left. Bird over is because Larry Bird was not gonna be out there playing no defense. Like he's gonna stand in front of you, but come on, bro, he ain't really gonna play no defense. But he a killer, and you gotta, you gotta Larry Bird shoot the ball to save my life. So that's why I'm seeing Bird. And I'm gonna cut KD. I'm sorry, you great, you're just not Kobe, and you just not Larry Bird. So you gotta go. I'm sorry. Yeah, ain't no shame in not being Kobe Bryant or Larry Bird. Like that's not really an insult. Devion? Uh Kobe the GOAT. Um 
Larry Bird, KD. Kobe is Kobe. Um, I think got a better legacy than all of them, um, in my personal opinion. Influenced more people. Like, you know, Kobe's just Kobe's just like it'll never be another Kobe. I think it'll be another I think there'll be another KD, you know, like maybe not the height wise, you know, do as much as he does. That French think, dude might be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's gonna be like a no, because Giannis could have been that, but he can't shoot. If Giannis can shoot, there's the replica. Larry Bird. So Katie and Larry Bird, if you look at like stats and all this stuff, athleticism and all this stuff, you'll think KD should be killing him. KD only averages what like three more points career-wise than him. Larry Bird was a better rebounder. And I think he had more assists than him. And he played more games and he shot with a very similar like field goal percentage. Mm-hmm. And he didn't crumble. Like I've I've seen KD crumble a couple times. You know, no matter how great he is, I don't care what anybody says, no matter how great he is, I can I can literally tell you when KD crumbled and how detrimental it was, and they didn't win because of it. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know so much. Like you can say the same thing with Kobe, but he won rings too. <laughs> Even if he crumbled, he won rings in that same time. KD crumbles, it just looks terrible. Example, this past season. OKC and Westbrook, they I think they both were equally were equally yeah, terrible in different one. games. They gotta share that. But that's the stain on their legacy. You know, without Golden State, which he won those two, but without Golden State winning two championships, only thing we would have had is KD's greatest worst moments. You know what I'm saying? So Larry Bird, <laughs> not so much. So KD. You know what I'm saying? If KD get a ring without them, I, I, maybe I'll change my mind, probably not, but Larry Bird is an unathletic white dude that was out there snatching boards on people. You hear stories of Gary Payton was like, hey, bro, I'm about to shoot here, do this to you, and nobody could stop him. And he was not athletic. He just can cook. And he averaged, what, 24, 10, and like 6 for his career and shot 50%. KD averaged 27, 7, and 4. I gotta take I gotta take Larry Bird, bro. I love I'm Katie, but and I'm mad if anybody if somebody pick Katie over. I can't get mad for either one, but it's just it's about if you want to win or if you want a dope player. <laughs> I want both. Yeah. Okay. This, this this one this one is hard for me. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to start Kobe. Sit, Larry. And I gotta cut KD. Oh man, it's tough. Because I, I, this is this is another one. Like I mentioned it last episode when we did the Magic stuff and Isaiah one. I think there's an argument to start, sit, and cut each of them. Like mm-hmm. if someone told me they're gonna start Larry Bird and sit KD and cut Kobe, like I'm not mad at it. Um, I I just think like to me Kobe. The evolution of Kobe throughout his career is what I think makes him the most special out of all of them. Like he did it in different ways and at different stages of his career. Like to me, that's really impressive. You know, like when he when he came in and he had Shaq, like he was just like this cold blooded, straight up killer. He always had that killer to him, but like he was just like 
he knew like I'm gonna take over moments, right? He did. He wasn't necessarily always taking over games. Like he wasn't like a like a master class of an entire game. But he was okay. This run in the third quarter or the fourth quarter, boom, he he put you out, and, and Shaq would kind of coast you throughout the whole game. Then you know he couldn't work with Shaq. Shaq leaves. Kobe, you know, struggles for a little bit in terms of like getting that team to be successful. That team was terrible. Um, but then they organized some pieces around him and then he figured out ways to now be the person that has to kind of control the game and orchestrate, pick his moments as like as he's coaching the team, like, okay, in the second quarter, uh Powell has to go out. He maybe he has foul trouble. I'ma carry us to halftime. And then start of the third quarter, we're going to get these other guys involved. Like Kobe, Kobe like really mastered everything by the end of his career. And it was a really beautiful, like full circle thing that happened. Um, the thing that makes it tough for me with Larry and Katie, I disagree with the sentiment that Larry Bird was a bad defender. I get it. He's not athletic, but he knew how to defend. Larry Bird got, he played passing lanes very well. I'm not saying he's like a guy, you're just going to throw Larry Bird at the best the best offensive player. He's going to go lock him up. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but to me, a bad defender is somebody that helped defenses know what they're doing. Um, always in the wrong position. That was never Larry Bird. Larry Bird knew positionally where he was always supposed to be. Now, you guys are right. He was not the athlete to be able to just lock up. Like You couldn't say, oh, Bulls, Celtics. All right, Larry, go get Michael. That's not going to fucking happen. That He would be cooked. Um, but the thing that really separates it is Larry Bird's playmaking. Larry Bird was much more than just a scorer. Larry Bird was a, a, a he was kind of the first, first or second. Yeah, you know, he was right in the kind of the same area as Magic is like point forward type player. Um, Magic played more, played a guard, but in the, they essentially played the same type of role. Um, and then Devin, you brought it up. Those stories that Gary Payton had, he's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna go right here. I'm gonna turn over my right shoulder, and then I'm gonna swish it right in your face. <laughs> that shit is fucking hilarious. Like that's just cold blooded. KD just doesn't. KD, to me, has not proven that he can be the guy on his team and like and lead a team. You know, he was the best player on the Warriors, but he didn't lead the Warriors. If that makes sense. So, again, we're nitpicking when we're talking about players that are this great. So that's why I got to go with KD being cut. Yep. Get a ring, KD, and we might change our minds and be the leader on that team. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it, it is tough for Kevin Durant because, yeah. like, we're talking about comparing him to two retired all-time greats that had their full opportunity to, like, come of age, learn, do all that. So there's still time for Kevin Durant. But right. as of now, that's my list. But all right, we're going to play Would You Rather, all right? So now this Would You Rather is going to be with this trade target that the Celtics were willing to give up Jalen Brown. So Jalen Brown, I'm going to give you guys one person. We're just going to go around real quick. Yes. Like Jalen Brown or the other person we'll discuss after we get through everybody. So would you rather Jalen Brown or Anthony Edwards, Joe? Jalen Brown. Devion, I'm going to go Jalen Brown right now, but I think Edwards in the future. Jalen Brown or Brad Beal, Joe? 
It's easy. Taking Brad. Brad. Brad as well. Yeah. Jalen Brown or Devin Booker, Joe? Ooh. Oh shit. Book. Give me Jalen Brown. <laughs> Jalen Brown or Zach Levine, Joe? Ooh. I'm taking Zach Levine. Devion. Brown. Give me Jalen Brown. All right. Interesting. I thought I honestly thought we were gonna go four for four on agreeing on that one, um, but we did not. So should have went with Booker. Booker. Nah, I should have went with Booker. I should have went with Brown. So Joe, no. I want to know. Explain your Booker and Levine pick to me over Jalen Brown because I feel like Levine and Booker are similar types of players. So I feel like you're seeing something there that you like with the way that they play that you don't like with Jalen Brown. I like their ability to score constantly. I mean, Jalen Brown, cool, but one night, next night, he 12. It's like he's going to play some. He's a two way player to believe that consistency isn't there. I know, I know if I get weak basketball, Devin Booker is going to drop 40. Or he's going to be Zach Levine, too. He's going to drop 25. He's going to have a game. He drop 30. If you basketball, they're going to at least give me a 30, 35 game. Brown, not 100. All day. If you give me a week of basketball, that he gonna have a 30, 35 game. I'm 100 sure on that because his consistency offensively, and I just like those dudes more offensively. Yeah. See, my thing is, I just don't like them enough more offensively. I agree that they are better yeah. offensive players. I just don't like them enough more offensively to offset what Jalen Brown does defensively. Devion, I'm kind of curious your your uh, your thoughts yeah. on that on what Joe was saying. See, I don't so like Zach Levine's offense. I'm not sold on it either. That's why I was just like, I think he, you know, on a long, like I guess on a what is it overall with his like actual gameplay, it'll be later on. Like when it comes to longevity, Zach Levine's athleticism goes away. His scoring ability will suffer. He's really he'll get 25, but I'm not saying that's going to be like an easy 25. Jalen Brown doesn't give you anything offensively. He'll give you something defensively, and he can switch it on like that. So I think his style of play on um, being a two-way player, whether he gets you 20 one night, he might get you 12 one night, but defensively he can help you, and he can also get your offense rolling. I think that's going to get you further more times than what Zach Levine will do with his playing style. You know what I'm saying? He's a highlight reel. He's fun to watch, but Jalen right. Brown's better for a team to actually win. So, okay, explain your Anthony Edwards one. Because you, I think Joe and I both picked Jalen Brown, yeah. but you picked Anthony Edwards. So, right now, obviously it's Jalen Brown, but I think Ant is actually going to be one of those players like... What do you think about like next year? Because like this is going to be year three for Ant. Man, like, I think... I think he's about to cause because we've seen it with uh John John Morant. You know what I'm saying? So I think Anthony Edwards got a taste of the playoffs. And then when you give players like him with mentalities like that a taste of something and they fall short, it puts some it hits a switch in their mind. So I think now he's gonna go crazy 
he's the number one option. In my opinion, I think he's going to be the clear number one option to go out there and shine on that current roster. So you got people who can clean up the boards and you can jack your shot up. You go jack up more shots and nobody can stop him. It's not bad. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say defensively he, he going to be like better than Jalen Brown. But if we're going to see like a player who can, I think who can win and be like a generational player, I think it's like clear cut with him. And next year, I think it was going to be the first time we actually go see it. We got little glimpses of it. But now it's, 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 it's superstar time, man. He ain't going to be quite there, but I think he got it. So I, I do agree that I, I, if I had to guess, I would guess that Anthony Edwards will end up being the better player. Um, the reason why I said Anthony or I said Jalen Brown now, because here, here's one, Jalen Brown is also still young, but two, I just have a hard time. You know, we talked about this in one of our group chats. We were talking about, you know, one of our friends was talking about how he would not include Anthony Edwards in a trade for Kevin Durant. And I was like, to me, like, that's crazy because I just, I need to like, is even if I truly, truly think you are going to be the truth, I don't know that you are. Like, I might think it, but I don't know it. I know Kevin Durant is that guy, that's right? Nice. So, and that that's kind of where I'm at. Like, right. if Anthony Edwards' peak ends up being Jalen Brown, that's a damn good player. I'm just going to take the one that's already there. I can't get mad at that, but it's, I, I think mm-hmm. it's – not that big of a difference to where I can see somebody like I will take that risk because I don't think it's like this. I think it's closer right. to this. But if I'm if I'm right with Anthony Edwards, we, we know it'll be there like that. Do we even know if Anthony Edwards can play basketball? Though? Like because he's just a free athlete. Like when you look at his highlights, a lot of dunk highlights. I don't know. Like people start to figure you out a little bit. You need more than one move. Like. They take a step back. We still see if he knows how to play basketball. That's why I put Jim Brown over him right now. Yeah, it's honestly a very similar career arc or like like progressions that they need to make. And Edwards, I think, has made mm-hmm. his three point percentage jumped. I think five percentage points from rookie year to this year. So that's a good sign because Jalen Brown's kind of the same way. Like he he was struggling to see the court early on in his career because he couldn't shoot, oh, and he was very much the same way. I was like, yeah. He'll put you on a poster, but mm-hmm. once people just saying like, "Okay, shoot," it can be tough out there. I think I think Anthony Edwards. I don't know that Anthony Edwards will ever be quite as good of a shooter. Jalen Brown's turned into a very good three point shooter. Oh, um, but if Anthony Edwards can, if Anthony Edwards can just get to like, I think he shot about 36 percent from three this year. If he can just bump that up to like thirty eight, that's gonna be plenty good. To where like, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not just gonna leave him out there. So. He got Kenny Gobert down there to clean up. So that's what I'm saying. I take the chances. One of them going to get the rebound. <laughs> he just going to fucking fire that bitch up there. Uh, probably, if, I'm, if, I'm, if you're the coach, what you going to say? I'm like, throw it. Hey, man, just find your rhythm. Well, first of all, if I'm the coach, I would have never – I would have I would have told yeah. my GM to go go fuck right off by trying trying to – What are you doing to me? Yeah. Gobert, what are you doing to me? Carl Anthony Towns, first of all. That's that's where we're going to start with that. But, that. yeah, right now. <laughs> all right, Ed. All right, Ant, just fire that bitch up. It's all you, baby. 
it's your world, baby. It's your world. All right. You know, guys, you know how we end the show. You know, D-Lo going to be shooting it. Love or sure is. Uh, we choose love or we choose violence. Joe, I'm interested to see where you're going to go with this this week. So, what you got for me, Joe? Man, you know, I was kind of thinking. I really knew, I didn't know what to pick. And then I was driving on my way home from work. I was like, man, I don't have no love or violence. And then I was pulling into my neighborhood on the outer road and a damn person on a motherfucking bicycle in the middle of the road doing 10 miles an hour <laughs> with no light on. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. On a bike. Like you could at least get a little the gutter a little bit. Bro. Business. So many times I just want to tap the back tire or slide on a bike just to let them know like, dog, on the sidewalk like it, it pissed me off a lot so I'm choosing violence for cyclists out there keep your light on or have a bright bit that's tapping back your turn all right devion what you got <laughs> hey, hey, man, i'm gonna pick the celtics for saying no to that trade that is the Toughest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like <laughs> I was like, and I and I and I want to love them also for doing that. Cause up until this point, like I said earlier, I thought the dumbest trade was the Lakers didn't give up everything for like Boogie and all them. You know, I thought that was the dumbest fucking mm-hmm. trade in the world. But it ended up getting baby bus out of there because it showed that he's a stupid ass GM. And then Jeannie Bush came in there and she gave up the right players to get Anthony Davis and won a ship and said, that's how you run it. So I thought, honestly, I thought the Lakers had the dumbest trade in the world until this came. So I love them for doing that, but they're stupid. And I hope the fans hate them for doing that. And Danny Ainge, you had your time, brother. It's, it's time first of all, go. First of all, Devion, you need to come cry. I meant to correct you earlier. That's yeah. Brad Stevens that you're, you should be directing this at. Danny Ainge you're is right. with Utah now. You're right. It's Brad Stevens. They both, I fucking both hate both of them, but he's stupid as fuck for why? Marcus Smart, my boy. Like, Marcus Smart. Who's when he I like, tell you, uh, Marcus Smart would have been a net so fucking <laughs> fast if I was that gym. Like, oh, that's it? Bet. Yeah, bro, you got can it. you? Because I remember we talked about that, bro. I don't like, you when, sure? You don't want anybody else? You sure? Bro, I'll, I'll give you Pace Pritchard, too. So fast, bro. When he played, what was you? Because you had stats. I remember we we talked about that before. Oh, yeah. When he played good players, Marcus Small was getting cooked. Like you can't be a great <laughs> defender getting cooked by the best players. You gotta go, brother. You, no, oh, it was, yeah, it was. We were talking because it was when they were playing the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, and Jimmy Butler was shooting like seventy percent when guarded by Marcus Smart. Was that's your defensive player of the year? And all right. Uh, Dumbass. And that was not just in that playoffs where all the stuff. He was hurt. <laughs> that spanned regular season. That was all year. The previous year, like historically getting cooked. Yeah, this dumbass franchise got more rings than mine. That's what makes me pissed off about it. Hate to see it. You hate to see it, Devion. Bro, right, I'm choosing violence. And I'm choosing it on our own goddamn co-host fucking internet service. <laughs> Charter. 
Get your fucking shit together, goddammit. I want to be able to hear what Joe says without it coming at me a million sec- like a million words per second. God damn it. So to all our fans that love hearing Joe's bullshit, I'm sorry. Uh, Joe dropped out and came back in. It started being a little better. So I'm thinking like the last half, like when we started to start sick cuts, y'all should be good. But Charter, I'm going to tweet at y'all too. Get your shit together. People that live in St. Peter's, Missouri deserve good internet, god damn it. Yeah, that's where the money is. You think they have it. We're out. Man.